Hey everyone, this extra bonus episode is brought to you by Hunt a Killer. So go to huntakiller.com slash confessionals to get 10% off your first box. Show some support to Hunt a Killer because they're showing support to the show. Let's go. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave, and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand, and he's running really fast, and spears... Dan holds him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blowed his head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reached my hand into this bush and I touched air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. to the show, everybody. You're listening to The Confessionals. I am your host, Tony Merkel. Thank you for being here. If you've had an encounter or a story you'd like to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is theconfessionalspodcast at gmail.com. That's theconfessionalspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the connection section. You can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me. Just get a hold of me. Now, this week, we have a little bit of a bonus episode. This is a Hunt a Killer sponsored episode. So we're not going to do any iTunes shout outs. We're not going to do the Patreon shout outs. We're going to say that for the Tuesday show. But if you want, please go to iTunes and leave a rating and review. And if you're interested, we do have a Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the confessionals and you can sign up to become a patron and get a lot of bonus extra content so that's always fun and nice and also i want to let you know we are doing our youtube show live december 9th 2018 at 6 p.m eastern standard time we are doing this show to celebrate episode 100 which is going to be dropping on tuesday i'm very excited about it so what we're going to do is we're going to do a special live show on youtube and the show is going to be called ask tony anything and literally i mean anything you can ask me any question you would like. It doesn't have to be about the show. It could be about my favorite color or my favorite car. I don't really care what the question is, or it could be about the show. I really don't care. But ask me any question. Send me your questions at theconfessionalspodcast at gmail.com. In the subject line, just write, ask Tony anything. And then in the body of the email, write your question. And we'll get to it on the show on December 9th, 2018 at 6.30 p.m. on YouTube. On YouTube, I said. So go to the YouTube, look up the confessionals, and hit subscribe. And hit that little bell that will remind you when we go live so you don't miss this live show. It's going to be awesome. Me and my brother are going to do it together. It's going to be great. Fantastic. You're going to love it. 
But today we're bringing on Adriel and Adriel is going to share experiences that he's had throughout his life, but particularly speaking of when he was visited by demons and angels. So let's get to Adriel right now. All right, tonight I have a great guest coming on. I have Adriel. Adriel, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Good, good, good. So you have had uh, some interesting things happen throughout your life. And let me first say that uh, your wife emailed me your story, and I thought it was really good. And But she didn't ask to be on the show, so I was like, well, you know, do you want to be on uh, the blog? And I posted, and she, you guys said yes, so I posted your stories on our blog on the website. And it got a lot of traction. A lot of people really liked reading your stories and commenting on, you know, what you experienced and stuff. It really got a lot of reviews. So I thought, you know what, why don't I ask them to have you on the show? And fortunately, you guys said yes. So here you are. Uh, But you have throughout your entire life have had these experiences where you've seen things that most people don't see. So uh, the first time it happened to you, you saw a demon and then you saw an angel interacting with that demon. So let's just start there. And uh, what happened? Where were you? And just give us the details of where you were, what was going on when that happened to you. Right. So first of all, thank you for letting me, for uh, being your show. Um, big fan. My wife is a bigger fan than I, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So when I was about nine or 10 years old, um, I didn't really like sleeping in my room that much. So I would always go to my parents' room or one of my older brother's rooms. So in this case, I, you know, asked my second oldest brother, hey, can I just go to sleep with, uh, with you in the room or not? And I wasn't going to go to sleep on the bed with him because I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be with that. <laughs> I'm just going to go <laughs> sleep on the floor, <laughs> put, set up a, a blanket and a pillow. I'm good. So while I'm sleeping, um, I feel myself get out of my body but it felt like real so while i feel that i'm looking around in the room and seeing everything but i feel my body on my pillow but i can i can like feel myself also looking around so then while i'm in this state i look behind me and i see the demon hands on his knees crouched down about maybe three, five foot away from me in the in front of the closet door, staring at me and just smiling. And for some reason, I wasn't scared. I was calm, but I was just staring at him back for like a solid 20 seconds. And um, I grew up in church and like people always say, oh, when you see those things, you know, rebuke, you know, tell them to go away. But for some reason, as a kid in that moment, I didn't feel like doing that. I was just staring at it because I was like, what is going on here? So I don't know where I feel to look at the window in the room. And when I'm looking at the window in the room, I see this angel just going through the window, landing inside the room. And while I'm looking at him, the demon is still staring at me and smiling at me. Like, this demon was scary looking, and I don't understand why I wasn't, like, that scared. Like, 
He had like a menacing face. He looked like a monster. Um, I'm going to explain a little bit how the demon looked like. And he had sharp teeth. Um, his skin texture was kind of like burned and rotten at the same time. Um, in the blog, my wife put that he had a shirt on, but later on I, I remembered that he did not have a shirt on. So okay. I could see his skin color, which was like, um, it was kind of like a, like in between the cracks of the burn and, and, and the, and like the rotten skin, I can see yellow greenish with red streaks going through there. Um, I couldn't see too much of his actual skin color because it was dark and, you know, um, he had like these kind of capri pants rolled up up to like his knees, pointy like nails, pointy ears. He had like spiky hair. This is like a fashionable demon or something. I don't know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, not scared. I was just staring at him and he was just staring at me back. So when I'm looking at this angel, when it comes through the window, he kind of stands there for like two seconds, run towards the door where the closet door was as well. in that same wall. And the demon kind of like looks and then does like a triple take and looks at, uh, uh, looks at the angel. Uh, and this angel, I'm going to spend a little bit of the angel because this angel was, it, it was crazy because he was so tall. I couldn't see his face. He was kind of like translucent. His like white was like whiter than the wall. It was just, it was, he was so beautiful. Um, and I was like, oh my goodness, what am I watching right now? <laughs> Um, so then the demon does a triple take and the angel just bolts towards the, towards the demon. And the demon's like trying to fight back, but the angel is like pushing him so hard. They go through the wall. And as soon as they go through the wall, I immediately go back to sleep. Like my, my soul or whatever it was immediately just comes back into my body and I stay asleep for the rest of the night until the next morning when I wake up to go to school, get ready. I go, my parents have a two story house. So I went downstairs. Um, my dad made me a bowl of, of cereal that down at the table. And right when I'm eating my, my cereal, my dad goes into the shower to take a shower so that he can, you know, take me to school so he can go to work. I kind of look up and I see this female demon walking and i can see it from the kitchen because the kitchen had like a little like cranny the way best way i can explain it and i see her walking through there with her hands like on her sides kind of like in a like an egyptian okay i don't know if that makes sense (laughs) yeah kind of like just like straight down their side yeah yeah like like you know in the egyptian um depictions they have like one hand up and the other hand down yeah, type kind of thing. Yep. Well, um, she was like that walking through and then walks through the wall. And I'm, I have a bowl of cereal in front of me and I have a spoonful of cereal in my mouth and I can feel the milk dripping down my face. <laughs> Cause I was like, what am I seeing again? Like what's going on? And so then again, I, this time I was a little more like, whoa, that like frightened, but a little like, at a loss, kind of. 
And um, this demon looked almost like the other one I saw the night before, except she was bald. I can tell she was a woman because I can see that she had she didn't have a shirt on. She had breasts, but um, I'm not trying to be silly here, but she had like no nipples either. Okay. Um, and she also had the capri pants with the same burned skin, the same kind of crackly burnt skin with uh, red, yellow, greenish um, stuff through her cracks, streaks through her cracks. This time I could see her actual skin. It was like this blue, greenish tint, kind of like a reptile type. That's how the texture also looked like a little bit as well. Um, and I'm just staring at her while she's walking past the couch, walking in front of me, and walks through the wall. So then, as soon as I see that, I'm like, okay, let me go keep eating my cereal. Whatever. It's, it's fine. <laughs> um, I don't know where I see her appear in front of me. Um, it's like we had a rectangle table, and I was sitting at the end of the of the table, looking towards the living room. So she appears on the other side of the table, in the chair in front of me, right then and there. And I was like, what the heck? Um, and the way she was sitting was so weird. It was like when a little kid sits on a, on a chair and they have their feet up. So she was like kneeling on the chair instead of sitting on the chair. And she okay. has her hands on the table, like her elbows on the table, staring at me, head tilted, smiling. And I can see her teeth. I see the, I saw the same pointy ears and that freaked me out. <laughs> and then she disappears again. And when she disappears, I was like, I'm Spanish. I was like, Bobby, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Get out the shower right now. And he's like, yeah, I'm getting out. I'm getting out right now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's, that's the more detailed demons I have seen throughout okay. my life. Um, basically throughout my whole life, I've seen shadows, a lot of shadows, well, and let me, um, let me ask you real quick before we mm. get away from that whole story, because that, that really is uh, very fascinating what you just shared. Um, so you're a kid. And how old were you again? I can't remember. Were you seven? I was like from seven to maybe nine or ten. OK, so seven to nine or ten. All right. So let's just say a seven year old kid. You know, you're in your room and what you just described, you had an out-of-body experience and yeah. you had no idea. And I'm assuming still to this day, you don't have any idea how that happened. It just happened accidentally, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you're having an out-of-body experience, which is crazy in itself. It's it's like, wow, this is new. And then you see this demon. Now, when you saw the demon... Did you think it was a demon when you first saw it? Or was it the equation of seeing the demon along with the angel coming at the demon that made you realize what you were looking at was a demon? Well, when I first looked at it, I really didn't know what it was. But while I kept staring at it, I was like, oh, so this is a demon. Because I grew up in church all my life. I'm a Christian. And I've heard a whole lot of stories of my mom um, talking about things that she has seen 
seeing people liberated from from demons, being from people being possessed by demons and stuff like that. So I'm I'm used to it. So when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is a demon. This is how they look like. So at first I didn't, okay. but then after a while, I was like, oh, okay, I know what this is. And I saw the angel, and I was like, oh, I definitely know what this is. How old are you now? I'm 25 years old. Okay, so this happened, let's just say, uh, 15 to 20 years ago, roughly. Mm-hmm. All right, roughly, so... Yeah. So for the last 15 to 20 years, you've had this experience in the back of your mind. You've had other things happening to you. Uh, now, if I recall correctly, both uh, entities that, that you saw, one in your bedroom, one in your kitchen, you described them that they their skin looked like it was burned? Yeah, like they were burned. Yeah. Yeah, burned, crackly type skin. Okay. The, te- uh, the texture. And so that that texture that you, that you saw, do you think that really was a burn, or do you think that was more just the way they they were formed? Um, well, growing up, I thought that that was just the way they were. Like when, you know, when when the Bible talks about you know the demons or the angels going out of heaven, God took them out, and um, well, I thought that they just like were in hell and they were burning in hell, and that's why they looked like that. But it could be that that's just the way they manifested themselves to look like. Okay. When when I yeah when I kept growing up, I was like, oh, maybe that could be it too. Yeah, this is just a sidetrack, but <laughs> I just thought of something. You just said about how the angels were kicked out of heaven, and I've been watching all these flat Earth videos recently, <laughs> and they're talking about the van, how we can't get through the Van Allen belt because it would burn you up. Maybe that's how they got burned up <laughs> when they were kicked Maybe. out of heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when they were kicked out of heaven, they were falling to Earth and they <laughs> fell through the Van Allen belt. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. I, I had it. A... <laughs> I'm sorry, man. This is so unprofessional. No, you're fine. Man. No, you're good. You're good, man. I like laughing. So. Oh my lord. Oh my god. Uh, okay. That, that's that's good. <laughs> So let's do this. Let's talk about our sponsor for this show, Hunt a Killer. They are sponsoring this extra episode for you. And you know what? You can have some fun with friends and family and have fun and laughing and stuff like that, playing this game together. Or you could do it solo and take it super serious and feel like you're solving the world's problems by solving these mysteries. Either way works. Either way is fun. But Hunt a Killer is a monthly subscription where you become a detective immersed in a murder mystery. Each month, a fictional serial killer killer will send you cryptic clues, objects, and letters that you can actually use to solve the crime in real time. It is so interactive and convincing that it looks and feels real. So whether you're with your friends or your family or by yourself, it looks and feels real. So you all will enjoy it, whether you're by yourself or in groups. 
because Hunt a Killer has 60,000 people that have joined the Hunt a Killer online community and they have over a thousand five star reviews. You should definitely check out this game right now. And right now, just for our listeners, you can go to huntakiller.com slash confessionals for 10% off your first box. They only accept 200 members per day. So hurry and take advantage of this offer. That's huntakiller.com slash confessionals for 10% off your first box. Huntakiller.com slash confessionals. Go get the game. Enjoy some time with friends and family or get serious by yourself and solve the murder mystery. Hey, it's Kevin Makeley from the film Big Legend and you're listening to The Confessionals with Tony. So when you see this demon in your bedroom and you see the angel come in, now you said you didn't see the face, right? Like, the, like was it that it had a face or was it blurred out or it just didn't? It had a cloak over its face. What do you What do you mean you couldn't see the face? Well, the weird thing is that I can tell that it had a face, and I knew that it had a face, but for some reason I wasn't being let to see it. Like it okay. was tall, but it wasn't that it was that tall that I couldn't see the face. It was just that I, for some reason, I couldn't see it. I couldn't. My eyes couldn't go past its shoulders. Gotcha. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, my grandfather was in the presence of angels. He didn't see them, but the people who were coming to hurt him did see them. And one of the things that you said about the features of the angel is the same thing my grandfather said. And a lot of people say, which is that they were very tall, very tall. And, uh, how tall would you say the ceilings were in that room? They're about eight feet tall. Okay. Yeah. See, and I feel like, cause I've heard them even being up to like 12 feet tall. But, you know, it makes sense that if it's in a bedroom, they would change their body to be, you know, the the height of the bedroom. But nevertheless, they are very big, very tall and very intimidating. And so it's just it's very it's very interesting. Now, one of the things that you mentioned, I think, in the email, I'm not sure if you mentioned it here, uh, but let me ask you again, the angel, what was it wearing? Could you describe what it was wearing again? Well, it was wearing a robe. It was wearing a, a long robe and sandals, like the kind of sandals that you like wrap up to your calves. That's like the best detail I have of the angel. So kind of like the uh, old school stuff. Uh, you know, Yeah. it's funny you say that because in the beginning of you speaking and talking about the angel, uh, I had a patron because my patrons are listening while we record. And one of the patrons said that he had seen an angel once. And this is before you even described it. And uh, he said that it was wearing a robe. And so I've heard that before. Like it's a common thing where angels tend to have these robes on, but not always because sometimes angels are in our presence and we don't even know it because they look just like us. Yeah. And it's very interesting. Yeah. It's a very interesting it thing. Is. But, you know, it's oh, yeah. these demons that you saw and stuff were interesting too because of their, their, first of all, their attire. And it's something that I thought of in my patrons commented on it when you said it it sounds like a hipster demon with the rolled up pants and everything and it's, <laughs> yeah. it's it's like it's just it's interesting but the fact that uh i think you said both of them didn't have shirts on but the one you could tell was a woman because or a female because of the the breast but no uh nipples and so mm-hmm. it kind of think, makes me think of kind of like a an avatar almost is that kind of how you think of it yeah yeah, that's, I never thought about it that way, but yeah. 
Yeah, it's just it's very interesting and stuff. Now, when you're in your bedroom and this thing's smiling at you, how far distance wise was it from you uh, before the angel had arrived? Um, shoot. Um, so it was about two to three feet away from me, maybe a little further than that. All right, so it it was pretty darn close to you. You got all these good looks at it and stuff. Uh, and yeah, yeah. And how long were you staring at this thing before the angel showed up? Uh, about 20 seconds, about 20 seconds. I was staring at him. We were just having a staring contest. I, I don't know, but it was, it was, it was weird that I couldn't keep my eyes off him. Well, it's a very interesting story you have there, man. And the, the fact that this female demon creeps in and I, I'm assuming you were by yourself in the kitchen or were you with other people, but you were the only one that saw this demon. I was by myself. Yeah. All alone, eating my cereal, my dad in the, in the shower. So I get ready for work. Do you think that if somebody else was there that they would have saw it too? Or is this something that you think that you're the only one seeing? If somebody was there, um, maybe depending on the person that will, that will be with me. Um, it was my mom. She would have definitely seen it. Um, cause an interesting about the interesting, interesting thing about this female demon was that my mom saw the same exact one a few years later. Yeah. Why don't you go into that? Yeah. So, Right when I I did the blog, you know, you put you put the blog out. I told my parents, I was like, "Hey, mom, dad, um, and my story, whatever is is on is on the Confessionals podcast blog." Um, you know, my wife sent them an email, and um, it's on there. And I and I told my brother and everything. So my brother read it, and he read the female demon. He was like, "Yo, you know, mom has seen the same exact demon," and I was like, "Shut up." Like, no, no, she didn't. Like, really? Are you serious right now? And he was like, yeah. So I'm in my parents' house and I'm waiting for mom to come home from her job. So as soon as she comes in, I'm like, mom, tell me this. I've seen this type of demon and I explained the demon. And then she was like, "Uh uh-huh. I'm like, my brother, Manuel, he told me that you've seen the same one. And she was like, yeah, exactly. The same one you explained is the same one that I have seen. And I was like, that's crazy. Cause like, she told me that she was sleeping on the couch one day and that she kind of woke up and she saw this demon just hovering over her, like just like staring at her going back and forth with her head, just like staring at her from head to toe. And I was like, mom, that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, that is crazy. I mean, so she sees the same exact thing. Was it in the same house? It was in the same house. Yeah. So what what are your opinions on that? I mean, do you think that this th- this thing might be uh, haunting your house, or is it haunting you guys? Or do you and your mom have an ability that most people don't have, and so you guys see these things, and you'd be able to see it somewhere else too? I mean, have you ever seen anything outside of the house? I have, yes, I have. Um, I haven't seen it in like detail, detail, but I have seen shadows. Um, corner of my eye sometimes just there i see the shadow walking by or the shadow just standing there and yeah I'm just, I, I know what it is now or at least i think i i know <laughs> um but yeah that's that's what i see now and I, i've seen it in the house that i am in right now i've seen it um riding my car just driving my car to work or this one time i was in school and i'm walk i used to walk to uh, my school um 
And one day I was just walking on the sidewalk and I see this, this shadow thing in the median. And as soon as it saw me, it just started walking towards me. And right then and then I was like, God, just please protect me. Like I started praying. I was like, please, I don't want this thing like near me. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you're seeing these things and it's obviously very real to you. Uh, at what point did you tell your parents what you saw? I mean, was it something that you told them right away when you were a kid or did it take years to tell some people? Oddly, I, I the only person I told um, when it happened right away was my, my uh, second oldest brother. Um, other than that, I never really told my parents anything until I got older, like 20s older. <laughs> That's when I, like, I told them. And yeah, I don't know why I never really told them, but I just, I just didn't. So this is something that you recently told your family since you're 25 now. I mean, within the last five years is when you told your family what you saw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Was it something for me? I'm more of a vocal person and it wouldn't be hard, but was it something that's hard for you to talk to your family about? Were you scared to tell them? I wasn't really scared. It wasn't hard for me to tell them. It's just one of those things where I, you know, it happened to me and I just like, I just, kind of never talked about it again well i mean i guess everybody reacts to things differently and stuff so uh you know that's how the cookie crumbles per se so you have these experiences you see this these demons in your house you see the angels in your house your mom has seen these things uh but i also know that your mom has seen something else as well and uh the way it was described to me that it could have been a possible hat man what do you think about that and could you share that story right so it's happened maybe five years ago. Um, my mom is a deacon, deacon in, in, in our church. And other deacons were having kind of a, a, a vigil, that's what they call it, a vigil. So they were in church there like late at night, praying, uh, praising God. Um, and I was in the youth group. So right when the youth ended, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go on the other side. I want to pray. I want to, you know, join in. Why not? How do I wait for her anyway? So I was like, let's go. So we're there. We're praying. We're worshiping God. And, and then I see my mom sitting in the one of the pews, uh, chilling there. And it looked like, she, excuse me. <clears throat> it looked like she was just sleeping in the pew, sitting down there. But as soon as she woke up, she kind of woke up abruptly. And I was like, Mom, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I just, I saw something. I was like, what? What did you see? She was like, so I saw this guy, right? And I, I'm, I'm there, and I'm, like, sleeping. But at the same time, I'm not, like, sleeping. I'm, like, praying. And then I see this thing coming from the back of the church, from the front, coming in, opening the doors. And she says she saw this tall guy with a hat on and a trench coat walking towards the group. But then, like, at one point, he couldn't get to the group. Like, he would go to the group, but then he backed away and just sat down in one of the pews. And as soon as she said that, as soon as she looked at him, he, like, looked at her and smiled at her. And when he smiled at her, she said that she saw him with a smile from ear to ear, pointy teeth, and that 
when she did that, she started like rebuking him and telling him like, you gotta go away. And he just got up and walked away. So I don't know if she saw a hat man. I, I, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so many people that have seen this thing out there and it's just a common thing. Now, whether it's, I mean, I have my my suspicions that the the topic of Hatman isn't necessarily the same entity, but just a very similar entity that people are seeing, which is for whatever reason, some kind of entity with a with a top hat or a fedora and a trench coat. Well, you definitely yeah. said the trench coat. We're not sure. I think you t- said in the email that you guys aren't sure what kind of hat it was, right? She said it was a fedora. Really? It was a yeah fedora type hat. It's just interesting. Yeah. Like, I don't know if this hat man thing is the same entity visiting all these people all over the world, or if it's just this idea of a similar entity that kind of maneuvers itself throughout our existence. I don't know. It's very odd though, because a lot of people, a lot of people see this thing. And now you yeah. just presented another story of somebody being in a church when it happened. Like, like that happens a lot, man. Like a lot of people experience a lot of crap that goes down supernaturally and paranormally in churches. It's like a very common thing. It's something that I didn't know about until I started this show. And I had all these people messaging me, telling me that they've had these experiences where they were in a church and they had, they saw, they literally looked at a demon or they, the things, doors were closing and like hauntings of churches. And it's just something I never really thought about before. But it's apparently something that's very real. Yeah, I didn't know it happened either until um, my wife turned me on to your show. And I've heard a couple of interviews that you have done with people seeing um, demons in, in, in a church. I was, I was surprised too. I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, I've had I've had definitely, I think, two or three episodes where we focused on that alone. And uh, then we had other episodes where people mention it. It's just, it's very interesting to me. I mean, it's one of those things where you don't hear people talk about a lot, but until you put yourself in a situation like I'm in now where people actually do tell you these kind of stories, you're not going to hear people coming around. Nobody walks around saying, oh yeah, my church is haunted. You know, I saw this, yeah. that, and the other. <laughs> like nobody talks about it. You know what I mean? It's like, a, yeah, nobody, nobody's going to talk, you know, because the same, the same reason why you don't walk around telling people what you saw all the time because you don't want people thinking you're crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. how many people I, have I you told? How many people have you told what you saw? Uh, I've told, let's see, here's my wife, my two older brothers, well, my family, so that's five, plus my wife, that's six, my brother-in-law, seven. Um, the ones that I can remember right now, seven, it could be possibly maybe 10, okay. maybe more. So it sounds like people that are actually, you know, close to you. You're not just telling, you know, anybody what you're seeing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a reason yeah. for that. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not like I'm going to walk somewhere and be like, hey, you know, I saw demons this one time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, you had these experiences. Your mom's had these experiences. Do you think that this is something that's hereditary and that's why you can do this because your mom sees these things as well? Or do you think this is just something that maybe it's something to do with your family or do you think it's just, you know, by pure chance that your, your mom and you have saw the same thing? Um, I don't believe it's by pure chance. Um, also I, I'm not sure if it's hereditary. It wouldn't surprise me that, that it is. Um, 
And I believe God works in mysterious ways. Maybe God's like, hey, I'm going to give you some of the same gift or something like that. Um, yeah. What was the other questions you were? Well, I was just wasn't sure how you view this. I mean, was it something that you picked up along the way and your mom did too? Or, you know, it's just like, what what is your opinion on this? Do you think that this is something that you, you're able to do because of your mom? Or do you think this is something that is separate from your mom, but your mom has the same abilities? I mean, like, how do you rationalize the fact that you and your mom saw the same exact thing? Is it something that is haunting your house or is it haunting you guys individually? I mean, how do you broad perspectively view these experiences? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, know. Um, I know. I was just thinking, I was just thinking that's a loaded question. No, no, no. Um, I'm glad you asked that though. Cause it gets me thinking because, um, it could be hereditary. Like you, like you asked me, um, I think it's it's a good possibility that it is. Um, the way that I rationalize it, like I don't think that um, it's a haunting per se. I think it's just things that the enemy throws at us to get us out the way to put things over us. Um, yeah, like we have a, a family member that's into like like witchcraft, and he's not very liked by us. <laughs> so I don't know if he's like throwing things to us or like making things up so that my parents get divorced or something. I don't, I don't know how these things work, but that's, that's the way I think about it. Um, yeah, basically I think maybe. Okay. Yeah. I mean, tell me. <laughs> no, that, 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 you know, that, that makes perfect sense. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, do you have any kind of relationship with that person in your family? And when, I don't know, like, was there ever a time where you guys had a falling out? And was does that time line up at all with the things that you've experienced? Um, well, he's, he's my half-brother. <laughs> so all my life, um, he's been very, very jealous of my mother and us that his dad, my dad, didn't get a chance to, like, grow up with him as much. And in Puerto Rico, there's there's a lot of people that that do witchcraft, and his his well, they call it santeria. And his side of the family, um, not my dad's, but I have brother's mom's side of the family. They they are really heavily into that, and he's always told the story that you know he's 15 years old and that he joined them and that they gave him a necklace and he was very happy walking around the street with that necklace because now meant that he can do things. And he would tell us all the time that he would do different type of um, witchcraft stuff and talk to what they call Los Santos, which are the saints, um, that they say it's dead people that talk to them and that they go up to him and he, I mean, sorry, he goes up to them and says, hey, you know, I want this person to be divorced or I want this thing to happen. This people, I want you to give this person love because at one point he did live with us. Um, he lived with us on a couple occasions. Every occasion ended up badly. Um, and the last time he did, we were much older. Where we're, I was almost turning 20, and my other brothers were already, you know, 20 years old. So, yeah, at that time, he said that, you know, he converted, and, and he got with, with God, and he was with Jesus, and things were fine. And he wanted to move from Puerto Rico back to Orlando so he can have a peace of mind. But I guess, you know, I didn't work out. And I guess his past, you know, started troubling him. And he, you know, did a relapse. 
And he like had a big fight with my dad and my mom at that time. And like everything he would do, he like at that time of my life, things were chaotic, especially when he was there. Like my brothers and I don't hate him. We love him to death. Um, he's still our brother. And it, it just like that things happened the way it did. And like at that time, my dad would fight with me all the time. He would fight with my mom all the time. Like in a like very bad, like he wouldn't hurt, like punches or anything like that. But like the way he like portrayed himself and the way he like talked and screamed and stuff, we we're just like, this is not normal. And we knew that it stemmed from my half-brother because at that time, he's like, yeah, I'm going to church. But then he, as soon as he got here, he didn't go to church. He went to church a couple of times, but he didn't – well, he wasn't there full, fully. You know, to later to find out that before he came from – before he came to Orlando from Puerto Rico, he had a big, big relapse. And he started doing Santeria again. So I'm like, why? Why did he come here then? Was it for a peace of mind, or was it to destroy my family? I don't, I don't know. I just put it in God's hands. So I, I don't know if it's that. That's why you know I seen the demons, and God was like, hey, you know, there's these things around here. Pray, or, or it's just something that I that I just saw to see, or something that God wanted me to see. I'm not sure on that. Well, I understand that. I mean, there, there's a lot of deep deep issues there when it comes to uh you know the whole idea of clashing between the actual family itself i mean between you and and him and things like that but uh you know before we roll out of here i was wondering if you would share the idea and i'm not I'm not sure if there's actual specific stories but i know you've been experiencing sleep paralysis uh have you experienced that recently or is this something that's been going on for a while um yeah, I've had a lot of occasions of sleep paralysis. Um, it's happened to me since I was a kid. Um, and, yeah, something that I, that I always, like, went through. Um, I've, I've it's, 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 sorry, it has happened to me recently, not, like, in, you know, days or months, but, like, in the beginning of the year type recent. Um but I don't really see anything. Sometimes I, I go through it and I can't move and I'm trying to speak. I'm trying to yell. And sometimes the only thing that comes that I think of is just to say Jesus a lot. <laughs> like I said, I grew up in church. That's all I know. So <laughs> that's the thing that comes to my mind when I get to sleep paralysis. Um, and a lot of the times when I do do that, I just snap out of it. Um, sometimes I'm in the sleep paralysis state and I can hear things. Sometimes see like some little shadows. Um, sometimes I'm dreaming during sleep paralysis. I don't know if that happens to anybody, but sometimes that happens to me. Um, I know that some sleep paralysis stories are a little different than others. But I don't know if that's just like unique to me or other people do the same thing. I don't know. Um, but yeah, usually now when my wife hears me in sleep paralysis, because when I'm in that state, I start breathing in heavily and I'm, I'm like, <sighs> and then she's like, wake up, man, wake up. And she's like pushing me, like shaking me, like, wake up, man. I'm like, Oh, Oh, thank you, babe. I don't want to go through that again. <laughs> but yeah. That's interesting stuff, man. I, I know there's a lot of people that, you know, experience sleep paralysis and it's just, um, 
I don't know. I find it interesting. I've never experienced, I don't think I've experienced it. And, uh, you know, everybody has their own little different twist to, uh, you know, what their experience was. So, uh, I just find it interesting, man. I do find it interesting. Uh, and I think you said, you know, your wife has seen you experiencing it. So that's, that's another little twist to it and stuff, but I don't know, man, you got some uh, stuff going on in your life. Get yourself figured <laughs> out, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, man. <laughs> no, but, uh, I'll tell you what, man, I, I wouldn't trade shoes with you in a heart. Uh, I mean, <laughs> seriously, I, I, as a kid and stuff, dealing with that and seeing what you saw, I don't know. I, it would scar me. So maybe there's a reason why I haven't seen a whole lot of things so I can host a show <laughs> without being scared, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, I appreciate you being on here tonight with me, man. And uh, I'll definitely you, uh, look forward to any emails that I get from you guys with new experiences. Always, always. Thank you for having me on the show. All right, brother. Take care. Well, that's the show, everybody. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did enjoy it, there are three things you can do to help support the show. One, go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Two, go to patreon.com forward slash the confessionals. That's patreon.com forward slash the confessionals and sign up to become a patron to help support the show. And three, you can go ahead and share the link to the show that you're listening to right now around social media. That will help expose the show to an audience that didn't know about the show beforehand. And until next week, friends, stay safe, take care, and remember, the truth will set you free, but first it will piss you off. Bye. You want to know how I got these scars? My father kicked me out of heaven, actually. And as I was falling through space and time, I fell through the Van Allen belt and it burned me. It burned me very good. I barely survived. But here I am, alive, with scars. Do you have scars? Would you like some?